Blog Talk Radio. Satan gave me this mess. I mean, it's a lie of the devil. I shouldn't have said that. Satan gave me this mess. I mean, it's a lie of the devil. I shouldn't have said that. time they become adults they are completely um, follow if you uh, sat around a table and you said right what we need to do is we need to find some way of getting young people to see the world where the way we want them to see it mm-hmm. so that by the time they become adults they are completely um, following the reality we want them to believe in. Someone might say, well, they might not have it like, but you know the ideal thing? What we do is we have a system where we take children away from their parents at least five days a week, all day, from about the age of four and five, and we have control of their minds until they're about 17, 18. That would be ideal. Well, of course, that's what happens. It's called the education system. And it's indoctrination. And I'll be honest with you, I'd rather go to church and listen to the most vulgar gangster rap in church than hear you niggas sing Amazing Grace. Do you know how...
And I'll be honest with you. I'd rather go to church and listen to the most vulgar gangster rap in church than hear you niggas sing Amazing Grace. Do you know how filthy that song is? Do you know people all over the world laugh at you? And the sad part about it, most of you don't know, John Newton wrote that song. How many of y'all know that? He, he, was, he was a drug, a, 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 a slave trader that would make Hitler look like an altar boy. Came out of a house where his daddy was a preacher. So he knew about repentance, although he had denied the church. And then he got caught out on one of his pleasure boats. Got caught out on pleasure boat. And the storm came up. Y'all know the story, someone? Make Katrina look like a picnic. And he fell on his knees and said, God, oh Lord, let me repent, forgive me, don't let me die. And the storm ceased. <laughs> and he was so grateful, he wrote that song. And you niggas sitting up here talking about forgive a wretch like, you don't even know what a wretch is. He said, forgive a wretch like me. Can you imagine if that boy's mama would have been a whore and as notorious as he was, and, and God saved her, and she write a song talking about thank God for forgiving a whole like me, and your black mama sitting up in church singing forgive a whole like me. What kind of fools are y'all? Huh? I go all over the world. I go to China, check out the Christian community. <laughs> Jesus looked Chinese. Go, go to Africa, India, Jesus look Indian. Go to Japan, go to Brazil, Jesus look Brazil. Come back home to America and go in the black community to a black church and Jesus is a white man and you wonder what's wrong with your children, you nigga. Christ got 12 disciples. Christ born in a place where it ain't nothing but niggas. And he got 12 disciples. He didn't only pick European. He picked 11 Englishmen. Where names like that? Peter, Paul, Matthew. Where it come from over there? All 11 of them is white boys except the nigga that killed Christ. Here, Arab Jew, Judah, and you put that crap down on your children and wonder why these niggas are so crazy? Huh? 
are being sacrificed. And that's if your stuff's not available, they can't hear it. Sometimes you gotta feel your way through the dark. And I struggled all the way up into the minute. Peace, prosperity, and extreme wealth to all you guys. This is Hindsight Radio. I represent it. The information station changing the nation. that static are being sacrificed. And that's if your stuff's not available, they can't hear it. Sometimes you got to feel your way through the dark. And I struggled all the way up into the minute. Peace, prosperity, and extreme wealth to all you guys. This is Hindsight Radio. I represent it. The information station changing the nation. that static are being sacrificed and that's if your stuff's not available they can't hear it sometimes you got to feel your way through the dark and i struggled all the way up into the minute peace prosperity and extreme wealth to all you guys hindsight radio i represent the information station changing the nation that static are being sacrificed and that's if your stuff's not available they can't hear it sometimes you got to feel your way through the dark and i struggled all the way up into the minute peace Peace, everybody. How are you doing on this Tuesday evening? How are you doing? How's every, how's everybody getting along on December the 12th? Half the month just about gone. I mean, wow. <laughs> it's just like we here. I hope you guys got the email about the prosperity ritual. If you didn't get the email, get on my email list. Go to ikemail.com and um, and sign up so that you can get those uh, notifications. I sent the, uh, the Zoom link. You know how we do it. You know, you got to get your brown paper bag, your pencil, your number two pencil, lead pencil. Um your intentions, what you want to happen come in the coming year. And then we're going to burn that right at midnight. That's been a tradition for for some time now. 2024, well, going into 2025, I'm going to start planning this now where we have an event. We'll do a New Year's celebration seminar deal. I'm, I'm planning it now, so I'm gonna I'm gonna book the place in January for the next year. So 
you guys will have plenty of time to get it together to be there. So that's what we're going to have. But right now we're going to do all in the safety of our own homes. All you need to do is have uh, the Zoom link and the things I just mentioned. But if I have everything written in detail in the invitation. So if you're on my email list, you should have it already. Go check. If you didn't get it, go to akemail.com. Put yourself on that email list so you can be updated. So we're living in some strange times. We got so many distractions coming out, wars, gossip. You know, today this this uh <laughs> this YouTube and social media, how people have chosen to on their platforms to just be gossipers, man. It's like talk about this one, talk about that, who's saying this, who did that, who's sleeping with that one, who's it's just those of you who are on this broadcast, I hope you know that's just for distractions to keep people from living out their true purpose, their true calling in life. All of these things that we have that we, you know, far as entertainment, they're all distractions. They're just there to stop you from paying attention to yourself and what you're doing. Stop you from studying. Stop you from gaining accurate knowledge of what's really happening in this world. And not so much in this world, but knowing what's happening within you. See, if they can keep you, your focus off yourself, all of these distractions, then you're a slave to the system. You're a perpetual slave because you're paying attention to everything they want you to pay attention to. A lot of people say, who's they? Who's this they you're talking about? The systems, your educational system, your political system, and yes, biggest of all distraction is your religious systems. Yes. Because you can't tell me you have all of these religious systems and people are still suffering. People still can't figure it out with all of this spiritual or religion. I wouldn't even say spiritual because they some of these these organizations or institutions or the theologians are so far off from where the truth is. They're not helping people see the light. Truthfully, they're 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 uh, bringing them into darkness. Where's my mouse here? Keeping them in the dark. <laughs> As I was actually reading a scripture about beware of wolves in sheep cold clothing. Who was he talking about? Beware of wolves. He was talking about the religious structure. They're the wolves that are in sheep's clothing, cloaking themselves as angels of light or institutions of the truth. To bring you closer to God. It says here, watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly 
They are ferocious. By their fruit, you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. And when you look at our religious structures, what kind of fruit are they bearing? Now, a lot of them are jumping on board with this, the colorful coalition. They, 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 I mean, you know, especially in the Christian community, they, that's supposed to be a no-no. There's scriptures scriptures against all of that, but they're adopting all of these worldly views just to keep members. They're not even faithful to their own doctrine. So how are they going to be faithful to you? How? How can any organization that's not faithful to its own, you know, that's stuff churches have they have charters and they 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 say that they're gonna live by what the bible says this 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 is it's like their constitution and they're going against that and you think they're gonna be faithful to you they're gonna be they're gonna do you some good no that's why you have to get out of these these situations or get out of these organizations and find your path Find who you are. Get your personal relationship with your creator, the divine mind, the mastermind. You know, some people, I, I remember just a little side note. You know, I I have the All CNI as one of my logos for Hindsight Radio. And, you know, the religious folks, the, holy, the holier than thou questioning me actually asked me was I do I worship the devil because <laughs> they saw the old C&I I say obviously they didn't do any reading see a lot of the stuff that speaking specifically to the Christian community a lot of the stuff that Christians condemn is actually things that are supported by the Bible, like frankincense and more burning incense. That was fine oils. Those are all biblical practices. Most regular, regular, most churches don't even use those things. I mean, I know the Catholic Church does. They, I was at a funeral. My cousin passed. He was Catholic and they had their big thing when they was still smoking up around the casket. <laughs> Just in case he was, you know, he had a bad spirit about about him. They was keeping him from jumping up out of there. <laughs> that spirit. That's why that frankincense was being used. But that's that's unfortunate because if, like I was reading last week, about the two prostitutes who had the issue with one child that died and one claimed the one, the other prostitute tried to steal the woman's baby. And we look, we, we, we're, we're so quick to judge situations today when 
those were single mothers. I mean, they process. I, they didn't have husbands. I would, you know, I'm assume safe to assume they didn't have husbands, but they were having children. So, the problems. It goes to show you that the things we're dealing with today is nothing new. It's nothing new. It's nothing new that we're we're experiencing. It may be new to you because you're just now hitting the scene. We're just a small blip in time compared to the existence of man and existence of this world. We're just a blip here, physically a blip, a physical blip. Everything in this realm is temporary. It comes and it goes. It goes up and it goes down. It goes right and it goes left and then left to right. And the pendulum always swings back in the other direction. So, as you can see, we haven't solved that issue, right? The single mother deal. And we will say that we're living in the worst times ever, but if you really study the Bible, some of these things that we see now are were witnessed or experienced in the Bible. The lawlessness, the disrespect of parents, this disrespect of the elders. If you in the Old Testament, there was a situation where some um, children were making fun of a one of the prophets, and I think it was a bear or a lion came out to him up for that disrespect. That's actually in the Bible. They don't they don't teach that stuff on Sunday school. They don't tell you stuff like that. They give you the abridged, watered-down version of the Bible. So I'm a little weary today because I've been up very early. I've been up probably since about 4 o'clock this morning and have not laid my head down yet. But I got a lot of – I feel like I'm getting a lot done. I'm trying to stay in this routine going into the new year. How are you? By the way, how are you guys doing with that – the, the, the routines The new habits that you're trying to create For yourself for the new year How are you guys doing with that Shout out and let me know What you got to say in the chat By the way blog talk Is up I got blog talk up and running Let me Let me get that telephone number If you want to call in and chat I put I, I've been I have Um The number is 563-999-3615. Let me see if I can copy and paste this and put it in there. You can actually call me. And Instagram, not Instagram, I always say Instagram, Telegram. Telegram. That's up as well. I'll give you the link in a second. That's the call-in number to talk to me live on the air. Yeah, it was a time where I took calls and answered questions. If y'all want got some questions, I'll, I'll answer some questions tonight. Because I'm about to go into this corporate uh, transparency act and really break it down and dispel some of the false information that's out there. There's a lot of false information out there. And, if, and you can tell these people are just trying to get some money because they're not reading it and they're trying to stoke fear in people's minds and hearts and 
put him in fear of this. And when you read this, it's really nothing to be fearful of. It really isn't. It's like when you <laughs> I'll read it to you in a sec. I'll get to that. I put that that numbers in the chat. There it is. Oh, Telegram. Let's get that one. Let's get let's get you guys that information. Um invite. Get you that. There you go. It's in the chat. There you go. There's a way if you want to call in and and chat. Say what's on your mind. Maybe you disagree with me about something. I don't know. I was playing. I was going through all the old audio clips of the Block Talk Station. I was like, man, it brought back some very fond memories. Those shows. So I'm a. I'm a Get those old shows played out. All right. Let's put this here. All right, so let's see who's out there. Let's see who's out there. Let's see who's out there. DJ B Thunder, first one up on the list. Evening, everyone. Karen says, happy Tuesday, everyone. DJB Thunder again says, peace, prosperity, and extreme wealth to everyone. Same, I say the thing. Peace, pres- prosperity, and extreme wealth to all. Everyone. Peace, everyone. Road Warrior. Discipleship Ministry, South Carolina. Peace, my brother, and all is well. DJOJOJ said, peace. Do, it. Do I got a consultation with you tomorrow sometime? I think T King Bay say peace everywhere. Oh man, see, I'm gonna make y'all yawn. Y'all done saw me yawn. Y'all gotta start yawning. Gossip and celebrity court cases is all an all time high. Absolutely. LV Love says peace. Uh, he says his routine is going well. Who else is doing good? Who else? I'm going to leave the number of the blog talk up on the screen. Let me do this too. Put that up there. That's the number. That is the number. Yeah. I got to keep checking back and forth on that. Because I got all these screens open. Oh, no. That's not what I wanted. Nobody's ready to call in. Y'all ain't ready. All right, so let's get to it. Let's get to um, 
the lesson. Straight from the horse's mouth, I'm going to read the beneficial ownership information. Uh, There's this called this entity called Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, U.S. Department of Treasury, Washington D.C. Two, 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 two. Let me let me let me share the screen here. Here it is. It's on the screen. I will put my. Can I make this smaller? Put myself over here somewhere. And let me. Sh- Oh, Corinne says, mine is going well some days. I am facing some challenges, but overall great. Hey, hey, I know what you mean. I know about the challenges. I absolutely understand. Because I understand, overstand, understand, sidestand. Because <laughs> ch- I'm challenged all the time. Like, I'm going to be honest. I, I, uh, I have things I want to do, and I mostly get them done, but then there's some things I don't get done. Because I am, in, sometimes I, I get infected with procrastination. See, when I teach all these things or talk about these things and share these things, I don't feel like be over there thinking, I can't be doing He's doing it all. He he perfect. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I, can, I promise you I'm not. The things I talk about, yes, I want to be 100%. Um, keep up with my things. I'm getting better daily. I'm getting better. But I have this problem where I allow things to distract me. And I have this thing where I'll do it later and then later, later, later. And then that's how I know I can, I can speak on it so well because I fall victim to this. I take responsibility for it. Yeah, I can do better. So when you say challenges, I know. I always say your biggest challenge is you. You're the challenge. That's your challenge. All the other stuff is out the out the outside stimulation or the outside things that come at you are just symptoms of you. Things that's going on in your mind. So the thing is be mindful of it. Be conscious and just pick up where you left off. Start over, maybe, you know, pick up. Don't the thing is, don't quit. Don't quit. Don't let your challenges distract you. Because that's the challenges are there just to test to see how... Do y'all realize that the issues, the problems that pop up the, when all hell breaks loose, that's to see how serious you are about what you say you want to do. Y'all do realize that, right? When those things happen, when it's not, it's nothing against you. It's it's really for you. It's testing you to see. Well, you want this? You want to change? You want to make some difference? Well, take this. See if you can handle that. Because this is what you need to get to the next level. And unfortunately, a lot of people fall short because they don't look at it that way. They look at, hey, this is not for me. If this is a problem, this is not for me. I got to get out of here. Same thing in relationships. The same thing is how relationships work. Those little, those challenges you're running to in, in relationship is teaching you things. 
things that you need to overcome. Until they don't bother you anymore. Nah, y'all want to remove the person out of your life. And, 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 and try over and go start somewhere over. Like you're not going to run into no more problems. With that person. Yeah, you might not have that problem that you have with that person. But that new person's going to come up with a whole nother set of problems that you be like, might be greater than the one. People are dealing with some serious vices. Or serious childhood trauma in their life. So my point is this. If you're with someone, and I, I have to keep these things in mind myself for me. You know the person you're dealing with. You know this person. And and if you have you got a considerable amount of time in, you gotta work that out. That that those issues you see is for you because it's for you to learn something and to see how bad you want that relationship. Are you serious? Are you are you committed? See, why relationships are breaking up because no one was really committed. They were in love with the idea of that's you know date nights and going out and all the good stuff. That's all they. That's the only part they wanted it about wanted about the relationship. But truthfully, in relationships, you're supposed to want the you supposed to welcome the problems so that you can work through them because that's a part of the package. Relationship marriages are not anything. They they're not all you know roses and. You know, having a you know a party and good time—they're not all that all the time. Those are moments in the relationship. And it seems like when bad things happen, those seem like those things are always happening. But are they really always happening, or are you just creating those ideas in your mind that they always happening? And then when you're only looking at the bad, that's all you can see. So your mind will give you what you're looking for. If you see problems, you, that's all you're going to get is problems. If your mind thinks of problems, that's all you're going to get. If, but if your mind thinks of peace and you just take those moments of good and just focus on that, you're going to get you're going to get that, and you got you got to overlook it. There's a scripture out there. Let, you know what? I was about to go into that that report, but let, let's uh, let me hang on a second here. Hang on. Let me uh, go back to my main camera. Um, do my I gotta do my uh, it's this one scripture. The 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 holy and thou folks always forget about this one. They stop speaking of folk because they might have thought they said something about them. There a lot of problems people have, especially in churches with people is stuff that they heard from hearsay, not something that actually they witnessed themselves. And let's see. It says, then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother when he sins against me? Up to seven times? Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 77 times. No, actually it says, not so yeah, but seventy seven times. 
Listen, that's a lot. We aren't even going to be really counting that much. Like, well, let me count, 77. You're not going to do that. It means you should, you're supposed to have unlimited. You're pretty much supposed to forgive them. Because he said sin against. He didn't say, well, but this, but that. No. Supposed to forgive. And absolutely forgiving is more about you healing than it is the other person. So a lot of times we want to say we forgive, but then we're looking for some transactional results from the other person. Well, I forgave you. Now, now you owe me something. No, it's not supposed to be like that. That's just supposed to be in you, like, to overlook it and, and move on. Not to say you are to be used as a doormat. No, we're not saying that. You know, there's certain things you you, you you can forgive somebody and not even be in their presence. But it's about forgiveness, not holding on to animosity because animosity is no good. That eats you up, not them. A lot of times we are thinking about some wrong that somebody did to us, and that person have moved on, forgot about it. Don't even may not even know they did it because you didn't tell them. He was upset. Said, said those challenges are real yes they are because they're real because you are trying to elevate and in you there's a conf- conflict going on from the old you that wants to come back and take over again so as long as you know that you'll be okay Road War says, yeah, I sometimes get infected with procrastination as well, but so far it's going well. Great. Yeah. It's going, things are going great, but there are always new challenges. I count them all as joy. Good, good. Yeah, I know. That scripture says 70 times 77. I know. This, I don't know. I, I kind of pulled this up really quick and... Let me let me get the real version. I know that wasn't how I read. I'm like, this is something else. Oh, it was 18. Let's, then Peter came and said, he said, but 77, it says not seven times, but seven. This one version says the same thing. I remember it saying 70 times seven. This must be one of those Mandela effect situations. <laughs> I remember that saying that like that. If y'all don't know, Mandela effect is things seemingly things you know thought as fact have slightly they don't meet they they they're not the same now. Like uh there's some examples. Look it up the uh the Mandela effect. You you'll see. Let's see. Let me get another version. Let's see. Let's see. The New King James Version. And Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 77 times. No, it says here, up to 70 times seven. Right, in this version here. The other, see, I be editing stuff. So I know I wasn't going nuts. All right, so let's get back to this PDF that I pulled down from the government website. I'm going to give you the link to where I got this information from about the Corporate Transparency Act. 
I had people just, oh, I need to get this done so I can, man, because they're about to do this, you know, and and, 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 the, and the internet is hype people up. You know, it's, I love, I like YouTube, but sometimes it can be the devil, and you got to be careful in what you got going on there. Okay, they say like Sinbad being in the genie movie, and also Shaq being in the genie movie. They're saying Sinbad wasn't in one. I saw that Sinbad genie movie. I don't know what they talking about. I I remember Sinbad being in the genie movie. I'm sorry. Will Smith was one in one, and I think that was the Aladdin. Shaq one, and I know Sinbad did one way back when. <laughs> like the Bernstein Bears is really like Berenstein Bears now. It's crazy. Alright, let's get back on it. There's a link to the information. Let me share the screen. There it is. The BOI, Beneficial Ownership Information, Financial Crimes Enforcement Network. So they come up with this thing where anytime you, anybody who owns a, a LLC, a corporation, got to show who the beneficial ownership information is. I mean, if you just think about it, you know, most big corporations are owned by trust, right? So it's just not really a big deal. And then they got this reporting rule that uh, my dog just walked in the room. There's the actual site, all the information there. But let's read it. I downloaded the PDF, and let's read it. And it's got frequently asked information. Give me one second. I need to close this door. Yeah, I didn't have it. I don't like him just opening the door. All right. So it says here, these frequently asked questions are explanatory only and do not supplement or modify any obligation imposed by statute or regulation. Please refer to the beneficial ownership information reporting rule available, and they give you the website, for details or specific provisions. What is the beneficial ownership information? Beneficial ownership information refers to identifying information about the individual who directly or indirectly own or control a company. So they want to know who directly or indirectly own or, con- or control a company. And remember, I'll break all that down. Why do companies have to report beneficial ownership information to the U.S. Department of the Treasury? In 2021, Congress passed the Corporate Transparency Act on a bipartisan basis. This law creates a new beneficial ownership information reporting requirements as part of the U.S. government's efforts to make it harder for bad actors to hide 
or benefit from their ill-gotten gains through shell companies or other opaque ownership structures. So they're saying this because the people are playing games and, you know, they're hiding assets. Then I'm like, you know, I'm like, yeah, this is BS. But, you know, because when you really look at the people that really know how to, you know, cover their tracks, all the big businesses, they're the big, the big guys, the big, the ones with the money and the, the know-how. Under the Corporate Transparency Act, who can access beneficial ownership information? Benson will permit federal, state, local, and tribal officials, as well as certain foreign officials who submit a request through a U.S. federal government agency to obtain beneficial ownership information for authorized activities related to national security, intelligence, and law enforcement. So they want to gather all of this information so that basically they they can give it to law enforcement and see who's who's involved with what. Financial institutions will also have access to beneficial ownership information in certain circumstances with the consent of the reporting company. So it looks like if like banks will be able to access this information if the company gives them consent. So now that's, you know, when you go to probably get a loan, they want to know who's doing what, who owns what, who really owns it. Those financial institutions, regulators will also have access to beneficial ownership information when they supervise the financial institutions. Now, this tells me they're trying to centralize everything because when you set up a company, you got to put a beneficial ownership information in most states other than, you know, a few states like Wyoming, Nevada, Delaware, you can hide who actually owns the company. You have an entity set, you know, do what you call the annual reports or the whatever that 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 is that they, you know, different states have different names. So you have a few states that where you don't have to show beneficial owner and, and, and you have total anonymity. They didn't change those laws. So why do they come up with this to make you do something that those states don't even force people to do? Interesting, isn't it? And constitutionally, do you really have to do all of this? Like, because they're saying they want law enforcement to do this. It's almost like incriminating yourself. You know what they say about that? Benson is developing the rules that will govern access to and handling of beneficial ownership information. Beneficial ownership information reported to Benson will be stored in a secure non-public database using rigorous information security methods and controls typically used in the federal government to protect non-classified yet sensitive information systems at the highest security level. Benson will work closely with those authorized to access beneficial ownership information to ensure that they understand their roles and responsibility to ensure that the report information is used only for authorized purposes and handled in a way that protects its security potentiality. Should my company report beneficial ownership information now? 
No, no one needs to report beneficial ownership information to Vincent until January 1st, 2024. Vincent is currently not accepting the beneficial ownership information report. So they're not even ready to, to take this stuff. It's supposed to be January. And this was updated December 1st, 2023, just 12 days ago. When, when do I need to report my company's beneficial ownership information to Vincent? Now, this is where... I, someone sent me a video where the guy gave total misinformation on this. Like he, well, I wouldn't say total. Part of his information was not correct. So let's look. Let's. What is the correct way to do it? Because what this video was saying that. Let me just read this and I'll break it down. A reporting company created or registered to do business before January first, twenty twenty four will have until January 1st, 2025 to file its initial beneficial ownership information report. So basically you have a little over a year to get there. By January 1, 2025, if you already have a company set up, they want this filed then, by then. A reporting company created or registered on or after January 1, 2024 and before January, January 1, 2025, will have 90 calendar days after receiving notice of the company's creation or registration to file its initial BOI report. I just have a feeling that they're going to be basing all of this off of the EINs, like when you go to irs.gov and you get that EIN for the company. That's when that that's how they're going to extrapolate this information and enforce it. Because when you go set up, like I said, at most com- country, I mean, countries or states, you have to put the beneficial ownership down in most states. Very few. It's a handful of states where you don't. They, you got privacy, and this is why a lot of companies go to different states. Now, where the information was erroneous from this video that someone sent me, they were saying once January 2024 and you started your company, January 1 or after, you only had 30 days to do that. But this is saying 90 days. They're giving people time to get used to the rule. All right? This 90-day calendar day deadline runs from the time the company receives actual notice that its creation or registration is effective. So, when the Secretary of State gives them their notice, hey, your articles of incorporation or all of those are in effect, that's when they have the 90-day clock start, starts. Or after a Secretary of State or similar office first provides public notice of its creation or registration, whichever is earlier. So once there's public notification on the Secretary of State website, so they, they basically using the states to snitch on you to this agency. Reporting companies created. Now, that's my that's the problem I have with, like, okay, when people set up their companies, all that stuff is there. Once the Secretary of State just forward that over there. <laughs> like, here it is. But they are trying, you know what, you know what I always say. They don't get you by anything they find. They get you by the stuff you give them. See, they want you to voluntarily fill this form out and give them Give up the goods on who owns what. 
and then you're going to sign under penalty of perjury, I can almost guarantee you that's going to be part of the application process. Now, I've read all of this before, and it's also going to be online. So you don't have to mail anything. You just go online and pull it on. So that means IP addresses are going to be recorded, all of that. Okay? Reporting company. So my suggestion is if you're going to start get some EINs, you need to get them. You need to get them now. Get them now. Reporting companies created or registered owner after January 1st, 25, will have 30 calendar days. So at, once January 1, 25, 25 get here, they will have 30 calendar days from actual public notice that the company's creation registration is effective to file their initial BOI reports with FinCEN. And then they said, when will FinCEN accept beneficial ownership information reports? Vincent will begin accepting beneficial ownership information reports on January 1, 2024, just around the corner. Beneficial ownership information reports will not be accepted before then. Will there be a fee for submitting a beneficial ownership information report to Vincent? So let, let me reword this. Will there be a fee for me snitching or, or you snitching <laughs> on yourself? <laughs> All right. But no, there will be no fee for submitting a beneficial ownership information report to FinCEN. And and see this one video, hey, I wouldn't file this by myself. You need I got a team of guys that could specialize in, in helping you with this. How can they help you with anything when they haven't even set the guidelines on this yet? So everything's not written in stone. They're saying they're giving you basically when it's gonna start, but the actual the, the the policies are not even in place 100%. They're, they're saying that. So they're already trying to charge you for something they don't even know how to do. And it's going to be very simple. I can guarantee you it's probably going to be a one half a page, one page of form, something you just go through and click, 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 write this stuff down. Um, and that's it. It's not going to be anything complicated. How will I report my company's beneficial ownership information? If you are required to report, keyword, if you are required to report. So that that already insinuates there's some entities that are not required. See, when I first heard all of this, I was like, I ain't nothing to sweat. I ain't sweating that. Why? Because I know with anything they set up, they always give the out. They always, they tell you how you need to be set up, basically, in order to not have to do this. Say, well, I got to do it. See, the average person setting up business, like especially people who are just getting started, don't know much about business, all those people who pay people to get them EINs and set up corporations when they can do it themselves, Hire lawyers. They're the ones in the dark, right? And they're not going to uh, know that there may be some entities that exempt, and they're not going to be told that. That's why you got to read stuff for yourself to notice. Now I'm being. I'm 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 taking the initiative and I'm showing you right from their stuff to tell you what's going to happen. And when I show you who's exempt, y'all going to just have a big sigh of release, uh, relief from it. But if you watch all of these people on the internet telling y'all, man, y'all look out, wow, wow, the, the, a big thing is coming, wow, boom, boom, boom. It, it's big in a sense, but it's not so big. It really isn't. 
once you see, I ain't got to the to the juicy part yet. I'm just kind of warming y'all up, getting y'all, you know, <laughs> getting y'all anticipation up. But if you're in my membership, you already saw this. I went over this. It says, this system is currently being developed and will be available before your report must be filed. They, they, they're telling you. They're still developing it. Where can I find the form to report? The form to report beneficial ownership information is not yet available. Once available, information about the form will be posted at FEMSIN's beneficial ownership information page. Okay? Is a reporting company required to use an attorney or certified public accountant to submit beneficial ownership information to FEMSIN? This is, this is why it's important to read, because people have you paying them to do this stuff. No, Finson expects that many, if not most, reporting companies will be able to submit their beneficial ownership information to Finson on their own using a guidance Finson has issued. And even got a little link over here. So let's see what that link takes us. Same page it took us before, where all the guidance is here. All right, let's go back to where I was. So, says, no, you don't need anybody. Reporting companies that need help meeting their reporting obligations can consult with professional service providers such as lawyers or accountants. You can do that, but I really know you really, you're intelligent enough to do it yourself. So, it says, what companies will be, here's the juicy stuff. The juicy stuff. This is the juicy stuff, y'all. What companies will be required to report beneficial ownership information to FinCEN? Companies required required to report are called reporting companies. There are two types of reporting companies. Domestic reporting companies are corporations, limited liability companies, and any other entities created by the filing of a document with the Secretary of State or any similar office in the United States. So, it says corporations and limited liabilities companies, but it also says other entities created by the filing, filing of a document with a secretary of state or any similar office in the United States. So that could be a DBA. If, if, if your state requirement that you file the DBA or a certificate of assumed name at the secretary of state level, you have to do this report. See, that video missed that because they don't know about those other entities. But it says any entity that you have to file. So if you're doing DBAs, assume names and stuff like that, and you're filing at the county, you won't have to worry about this. Unincorporated associations don't have to worry about this. Okay. Foreign reporting companies are entities, including corporations and limited liability companies, formed under the law of foreign country that have registered to do business in the United States by the following doc- filing of a document with a secretary of state or any similar office. Okay? There are 23 types. They said any similar office. So that, I would, they need clarification. That's very generalized. Similar office. What's similar, you know? There are tw- now here is the good part. There are 23 types of entities that are exempt from the reporting requirements. C question C2. Carefully review the qualifying criteria before concluding that your company is exempt. 
Benson Small Entity Compliance Guide for Beneficial Ownership Information Reporting includes the following flowchart to help identify if a company is reporting company. See Chapter 1-1, is my company a reporting company? And um, I'm going to open this link over, let me see. I keep doing it wrong. I want to copy it and take it over here. Let's see what that takes me. This is a small entity, and you hit English. Small entity compliance guide. There's a guide there. A lot of stuff. Is my company a reporting company? You go to two. Is my company uh, an exempt from reporting? So I'm just going to skip down to where they said, it says, is my company reporting company? Is my company exempt from reporting? This is what's, how this is handled in this little float thing here. And they have the flow chart here. Is my company reporting company? It said, under what law was the company created or formed? U.S. laws include the laws of the states and the Indian tribes, laws of a foreign country, and that's to the right. So is the company a corporation? Yes. Is the company a corporation? No. It says, is the company a li- limited liability company? Yes. Then maybe a dom- it says, maybe a domestic reporting company. Just because they wanted these. Doesn't mean it says maybe. Then it goes, was the company created by the following document with the Secretary of State or any similar under the law of the state or Indian tribe? If yes, it keeps, it, like, if this question is here, it says it may be a domestic reporter. It may be. That means even though it's one of those entities, it still may not be required. And then if any of those are no, it says no, not a reporting company. Has the company registered to do business in the U.S. US state or tribal jurisdiction by filing a document with the Secretary of State or a similar office of the state of the tribe? Yes, then they may be a foreign reporting company. So, so it says, unless otherwise specified, states and Indian tribes have the following meanings in this guide and reporting rule. States mean any states of the United States, the District of Columbia, the Commonwealth of Puerto Rico, the Commonwealth of Northern Mariana Islands, America, Samoa, Guam, United States, Virgin Islands, and any other Commonwealth territory or possession of the United States. And then it says Indian tribes means any Indian, Alaska Native tribe, band, nation, Pablo, village, or community that Secretary of Interior acknowledged to exist as an Indian tribe. Now, do y'all notice that it says states means any state of the United States, the District of Columbia. It doesn't say the 50 states. Like, if I broke this down in seminars where I show in different codes or different titles, they'll have United States means this or state means this, and then they'll have this meaning. But then when you get to the educational code where they give out the money to different schools, and it says the definition of states means the 50 states. So this is very ambiguous. This is very vague. States of the United States. It's not saying the 50 states of the United States. And we all, all know it's not the 50 states of the United States. It's the 50 states of the United States of America. 
That is the compact. That is the confederacy that each state belongs to or are a member of. So there's the trick wording again. But let's move past that. Now, here's, is my company exempt from the reporting requirements? Here it is. These are all, it's 23 of them. One, securities reporting issuer, governmental authority. So the government already exempt themselves. The banks, the credit unions, depository institutions holding company, money services business, broker or dealer in securities, securities exchange or clearing agency. Oh, you see where we're going. All of the big guys don't have to do this. All the big money players don't have to do this. Other Exchange Act registered entity, investment company or investment advisor. So an investment advisor don't have to do this either, right? Venture capital fund rate advisor, insurance companies don't, state licensed insurance producer, commodity exchange act registered entity, all the big players, accounting firm, public utilities, financial market utility, pooled investment vehicle, tax exempt entities. Let's stop right there. Let's stop right there. We'll, we'll keep going. What's a tax-exempt entity? And those of you in my membership who, who I've been teaching you guys how to do everything according to God and set up everything under your religious faith. So tax-exempt entities, which the church is tax-exempt, mandatorily tax-exempt without having to file anything, don't have to do this. Entity existing a tax-exempt entity. So an entity that is helping a tax-exempt entity do not have to do this. Oh, man, that's a man. Do y'all understand? Subsidiary, large operating company. See, the big boys don't got to do it. Subsidiary of certain exempt entities. So if you have a subsidiary of the exempt entity it don't have to do it either and guess what else inactive entity so if you got a company sitting on the shelf and ain't doing nothing not it don't have to file it now i think i made my point on this right i think i did right y'all got the point and this is kind of sleight of hand it really is because it's saying inactive entities So if how would they know it's an inactive entity? Let me I need y'all to see me in full blast. Let me turn this thing off. How would they know it's an inactive entity? How would they know? That last twenty three revealed to me what's really going on. How would they know? The only way they would know is by you filing something. How are they going to know it's inactive? How would they know? Now, I would, before I move forward with that, I want to wait till the full guidance come out so that um, I can read it. Now, it shows you that 
They're wanting you to snitch on yourself when it comes to this. You fill this out. Think about this. I've always told you anything you have to sign is really voluntary. No one can force your signature on any legal document without your consent. It's just your constitutional right to freedom and liberty. Right. You have, that's a protected right. That's actually, they're forcing you into a contract. And the contract is, is once you say penalty of perjury, you're saying, well, if I put false information on here, or if you find, you think I put false information, you could come after me with a vengeance. That's a contract. I don't care. And you can't be forced into any type of contract. That's why we, they got your freedom in inalienable rights. So, and you have the right to the pursuit of happiness, wealth. So if you don't do this, oh, we're going to charge you because some of the fees, they're saying $500 a day if you don't do this. But if you understand what I just said about 23, and if you understand what I said about 19, 20, 20, 22, see, it's all how you set up your entities that make you liable. And if you guys have been following me long enough, I always tell you guys, you should not be the name or owner of your company at all. Nowhere should you be the owner. Trust, church, other entities should be owning it. You just be in the background making sure everything is running smooth. Hire, you know. Like you could have a trust. Let's finish, for example. I could have a trust and then another trust could be an entity controlling another entity. These are all fictitious entities, so fictitious things should be controlling them. Fictitious fictitious entities should be controlling them. On paper, yes. So even if you do are one of those people that have to file, if you have your stuff set up, they just want to know who the beneficial owner is. Yeah, okay, the beneficial owner is a trust. Maybe. But let's see something because they're left. They, I think they're leaving something out, if I'm not mistaken. Because I, you know, I read these little PDFs. They can write anything on here. I go to the actual code, and here's the code, right there. That's actual Title Thirty Thirty One Money and Finance. Here is the code, and they actually put down beneficial owner and respected individual who directly or indirectly. They quoted that up there. But it also tells you who it does not include. Does not include a minor child as defined in the state in which the entity is formed. If the information of the parent or guardian of the minor child is reported in accordance with this section. An individual acting as a nominee, intermediary, custodial agent on behalf of another individual. So beneficial owner does not include an individual acting as a nominee, intermediary, custodian, or agent on behalf of the another individual. Meaning, do y'all know a business is an individual, right? Or a person. 
Well, if y'all understand that. An individual acting solely as an employee of a corporation, limited liability company, or other similar entity, and whose control over all economic benefits from such entities derived solely from the employment status of the person. So if you're the employee, it does not include that. An individual whose only interest in the corporation limited liability company or other similar entity is through a right or inheritance. Or a creditor or corporation limited liability company or other similar entity unless the creditor meets the requirements of subparagraph A. So they're telling you that's why you always have to read definitions. Because if you understand the definition, then you know who they are talking about. Read the definitions. Oh, yeah, let me go to this part. It says about what you would have to give them if you're filling out this report. Definitions in this acceptable identification document. The term acceptable identification document means with respect to an individual, a non-expired passport issued by the United States, a non-expired identification document issued by a state, local, or Indian tribe to the individual acting for the purpose of identification of that individual. A non-inspired driver's license issued by a state, or if the individual does not have a document described in paragraph A, B, or C, a non-expired passport issued by a foreign government. That's what they're talking about. That's what they want. They didn't say anything. This guy was saying it was a social. So let's scroll on down. They they tell him what the reporting company is, right? But it said it does not include an issue of class securities. But I want to go all the way down here. We, this is all who's not included in this this rule. That's why I always read the law of it, because in the law, they give you the codes associated with that you can go and research. So something like this would take you days to you know kind of decipher. Kind of to decipher, right? So let's go back up here. These are more credit unions, federal code, bank holdings. Keep going. I want to get to the part that most of you guys might fit into if you know what you're dealing Public accounting firm. They, these are all, these, all the big boys, they don't have to do this. An organization that is described in Section 501C of the Internal Revenue Code. See, they actually tell you what organization. And exempt from tax under Section 501A. Determined without regard to Section 5. So they basically just said here, churches is just automatically. Then they got political. See, here's the thing. This is what's missing in the in the 23 entities. It said trust described in paragraph one or two of section 4947A of such code. So now I got to go and find that. I can read that with trust as described. So trust are also in there. And it keeps going. They said 23 entities, but they just put, they said 23, but it's a lot, according to this, there's a lot more that's exempt from this. 
right. I think I, I, I think I broke that down enough to let you know that what you need to do. It's all about how you position yourself where you won't have to worry about these things. So be mindful. Instead of being afraid of these rules, learn what they're saying. And now it's really all of you guys who've been procrastinating about selling up your church, churches and trusts and setting your companies up properly, it's time to do it. I've been teaching this for the last almost four years. Telling you guys, stop owning all of this stuff in that name, in your social and all that. Stop owning all of that stuff. I don't own any cars. My trust does. Get it together. Let's see what the chat has to say. They said, it's funny because that, the so-called bad guys didn't put nothing in their names. That's right. <laughs> so none of this stuff apply. Uh, I don't know. What is you 15 USC? It's just one of our statements or entries generally. I don't, I have to read that. What these court banks, they may not like this, huh? As far as the derivative and non-derivative. No, they they don't have to file nothing. I don't know why you're bringing them up. Isn't that good, that going around the registered agent? Yeah. Well, registered agents in most states just file your documents, and they still list you as owner if that's how you got it set up. But then there's other states, they just registered it. They put themselves down, or in some states, you could set it up where the lawyer puts themselves as the personal contact, but the actual owner is not listed. It says, is it the people on this land got them changing the rules? I would say um, they are trying to... I, I don't think it's that. I just think a lot of people are setting up companies and not actually reporting what they're making. And, they, and, and IRS is, is not getting the revenue like they used to do. So these are, these are new ways to get money because the penalties they want to charge is $500 a day for not doing it. It's, it's a money grab. It's more ways to make money. So Anyway. There you have it. It's not that serious as I would. I don't think, you know, it's just something you just got to be mindful of. That's all. And I'll give you this. uh, I can't give you because it's a PDF off my computer that I downloaded. So you can't really share that. But the law, always look at, read the rule, their little policy rules on their PDFs, but also go to the actual law and read it. Because like I showed you, it looks like it's more than 23 entities that's exempt. All right, y'all.
Transparency Act gave y'all some spiritual thoughts to think about. Continue to stay focused. Stay on that path. We only got a few days left to the beginning of the year. I want y'all to get a good head start so when January 1, you already in that groove. That's what I've been doing. I've been working towards that. And I, I can see that I'm not in the boat by myself. People say, man, it's challenging. Yeah, I know. If you ain't telling me it's challenging then I know you ain't working. If you telling me, oh, man, I'm doing it, nah, you ain't doing it. You ain't fronting me. I've been at this for eight, nine years, and I still got struggles that I got to overcome. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. DJ OJ said you ordered this tiny 1099. Yes, it's 1099 season. 1099 season. I called in mine. All I did was call a bank. Hey, I need the EIN number for this. I did this this car in my trust. I need the EIN. We did it. And they, they just gave it to me over the phone. No, no hassle. Come on, y'all. Not that hard. Not that hard. But what I will say to you right now, peace, prosperity, and extreme wealth to all. You guys have a good night. Prosperity and extreme wealth to all you guys. This is Radio. I represent it. The information station changes the nation. Prosperity and extreme wealth to all you guys. This is Radio. I represent it. The information station changes the nation. Move this over. Move this out.